coming out, they can't put up a fight. Floyd Mayweather pulling punches tonight. Getting cut up like a samurai knife. They hate him, that rebuke at the gate. We tell our people keep the law with the faith. Reading through these scriptures, bro, I really see your faith. A dead man walking, if you truly don't repent. They hate him, that rebuke at the gate. We tell our people keep the laws with the faith. Reading through these scriptures, bro, I really see your faith. A dead man walking, if you truly don't repent. Amen. Shots fired, I'm ready to ride. Truly high time, prophesied true water. High fire cleansing your mind, you think you hate me? Remember we guards, 
to the stars and you know You know What the brother said, you know, Jesus. on the videos that we're the chosen. Um, so that's why they hate us. Because we're the chosen. So that's something to think about. Tell me how we gon' build when our own keep on pulling down. Showing you keys, but the door you was pulling down. Fishing for diligent men and it's crooked town. Waking the bell, but the righteous is still the And I doubt of myself, but I live through the breath that he gave me. The goal is to gain it all back again. They scared of us who apply on a daily. I pray that we make it and strive to the latter end. And I'm switching up the mind, and I gotta show that I ain't really trying to die with a bitter soul. And I done seen the way the law turn a man broken into a god like the army he trained to go. Though we know that he prowls with a cunning plan. Keep discipline, you won't sin for a hundred grand. Just repent from the life of a gun and hand everything walking as soon. Do the running man, running man. Hey, teaching my people to move from the evil. They claiming I'm crazy. Dust up my feet and head back to the streets. Continue to work and be lazy. You matter for words that's more than absurd. We preaching and teaching for safety. The goal is to die on a daily. Hey, walking his ways, you could die in a day. It's nothing but something I do know. Ain't keeping his laws or keeping his charge. We pulling your card in no Uno. When you look to the stars, remember we guards the word of the stars and you. We've been through the look got the traces You better just tie up your laces Trouble and spirit, it's time to go face What I don't wanna do, man, I allow Gotta get my spirit right and go plow Gotta show the people time is now We thought it was a free throw cause we fouled When we gonna go and get up from the city If you really, really wanna go Then gotta get up with me and no plan 50 with the Lord He can in you quickly, really ain't no slumber in this land Hope you staying busy I just wanna stay where the faith is We ain't got no time for vacation This word gotta reach locations We just tryna build up our nation Hey, teaching my people to move from the evil, they claiming I'm crazy Dust up my feet and head back to the streets, continue to work and be lazy You matter for words, that's more than absurd, we preaching and teaching for safety The goal is to die on a daily hey, Walking his ways, you could die in a day, it's nothing but something I do know Ain't keeping his laws, or keeping his charge, we pulling your card, ain't no uno When you look to the stars, remember we guards, the word of the stars, and you know You know we have to understand something how can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought under the banner of servitude. How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought in shackles and chains with yokes about your neck? The Bible says that the children of Israel would be scattered into all nations under the banner of slavery. This was a global slave trade. Luke chapter 21 verse 21 through 24 says you're gonna fall by the edge of the sword and they're going to be led away captive into all nations. So the question for the critical thinker is this, who did that happen to? Did that happen to the Chinese? No. Did that happen to the Arab? No. Did that happen to the European? No. Did that happen to the people that call themselves Jewish? No. What race of mankind on the earth 
was taken into captivity into all nations. You think this global slave trade would be not documented in the greatest history book known to mankind? You're looking at the Bible and you don't realize that it's talking about you. Yes, you. The people that are impacted by slavery and colonialism. The people that were taken to America, taken to the Caribbean islands, taken to France, Portugal, taken to Spain as slaves. The Bible says that the, the gospel, the gospel of the Jesus Christ that we know of is a black man that came to set liberty to the captives. That's Isaiah 61 verse 1. Who needs saving? Who needs liberty? Does the French need liberty? Does America need liberty? Who is oppressed? Who is getting brutalized in the streets? Who is getting gunned down when you know categorically and statistically they committed no crime? You're being persecuted over a traffic violation. You're being murdered and slaughtered. Ask Sandra Bland, was she free? Ask Trayvon Martin, was he free? Ask George Floyd. A lot of people talk about that they're woke. You're fake woke. The scripture says, awake to righteousness and sin not. Awake to righteousness, awake to who you are. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen as we listen to the Forefront Radio, where you will find out the truth in regards to your true nationality. Yes, when you read about the Bible, when it says, my skin is black, it's talking about you. When you read Song of Solomon, when it says, look not upon me because I am black, it's talking about you. When it comes to the greatest men that walked on the face of the earth, Jesus the Christ died a black man's death, died through crucifixion, lynched on a tree, hair like wool, feet like brass burned in a furnace. Who could this be talking about? This is talking about you, your people, the lost tribes of Israel. Haiti. What do you know about Haiti? The information that is presented to you on news media. Is it true? Is it accurate? How does the Haitian revolution relate to the second coming of Christ? Find out now on the Forefront Radio. You are now tuned to the Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Afia Levi. Appreciate you all tuning in and listening once again to another exciting episode of the Forefront Radio. We're going to touch briefly on a book called Haiti, The Aftershocks of History by Laurent Dubois. And we're going to uh, basically go right into it. So let's hop in. This is page 26. At a religious ceremony held in August 1791, slave conspirators in the north of Haiti finalized their plans for insurrection. Among those who oversaw the ceremony was an enslaved man named Bookman. 
who emerged as the movement's main early leader. He and his network of conspirators organized the uprising brilliantly. And when a few days later, the slaves rose up simultaneously on sugar plantations throughout the North, they took the colonial power structure by surprise as the insurgents swept across the plain, setting fire to cane fields. Their terrorized masters fled to the port town of Le Cap. Bookman was killed in an engagement with French forces, but his fellow fighters pressed on. And one by one, the world's most profitable plantations became military camps for a new army of insurgent slaves. The insurrection's leaders knew that the odds were massively against them. Slave revolts had broken out constantly in plantation societies, but they had been essentially suicide missions. The rebels knew that slavery was everywhere. Behind any one group of masters or troop of soldiers, there was always another. If they were to succeed, they would need strong allies. The San Domingue insurgents found such allies in the colony's free people of color, many of whom decided that joining the slave revolt was their best chance for gaining equal rights from the French government. The alliance was a potent one, bringing together the military skills of enslaved Africans with those of colonial soldiers and police. At first, the rebelling slaves had mainly used the tools of their labor, machetes and cane knives, as weapons. Though they also found some pistols and rifles on the plantations, free people of color, however, brought rifles and even cannon into the insurgent camps. Many of the revolutionaries were intent on vengeance, and one infamous leader named Jeannot ordered the whites whom he captured to be whipped and tortured. I'm going to stop right there for a second. Right there for a second. I want to touch on something in the Bible. You see, the Bible is a tool for the revolutionary spirit. The Bible is a tool that will show you prophecies coming to pass, meaning happening in the past, present, and future. We're going to read something that is of vital importance when understanding the Bible and the people of the Bible. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 31 says this, Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. You see, in the vast amounts of places suffering from slavery and colonization, many people have an admiration towards those that have tortured them, killed them, mutilated them, lynched them, and did many atrocities to them. But this person by the name of Janot that we're reading about has the understanding that you reap what you sow. So what is the future for those that operate from wickedness? What is the future for them? Will it be love? Will it be joy? Will it be peace? Those that have gone out of their way to 
cause harm to the innocent and oppress the poor? What is the end result for them? Let's read it in the book of Isaiah chapter 60. We're going to read the whole chapter. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about and see. All they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from afar, and thy daughters shall be thy nurse at shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thy heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. The multitude of camels shall cover thee, the, the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. All they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense. They shall show forth the praise of the Lord. All the flocks of Cater shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Neboeth shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with acceptance on mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? Surely the isles shall wait for me and the ships of Tarshish first to bring thy sons from far, their silver and their gold with them unto the name of the Lord thy God and to the Holy One of Israel, because he hath glorified thee. You see, ladies and gentlemen, the vast richness of Israel will be revealed to the whole world. We as a nation of people will be restored to our previous estate. We remember when you served our ancestors. We remember when you served the Black King David the black King Solomon in the time of Christ, when he shall return, it will be the same. It will be the same. We're telling you what's going to happen before it happens. It's about to go down. Verse 10. And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls and their Kings shall minister unto thee. For in my wrath, I smote thee. But in my favor, have I had mercy on thee. So who was it that God had wrath upon? What was the wrath that he placed upon his children? That wrath was slavery. You see, he utilized the sons of strangers, the other nations, the kings of the earth to oppress and enslave his people. But in the last days, when Christ shall return, he is going to turn our slavery into deliverance and have mercy on us. Let's read it. Let's read it. Isaiah chapter 14. We're going to find out who is it that he's talking about when he says, I will have mercy on thee. Let's read it. Isaiah chapter 14 and verse 1. 
for the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. You see, the Most High himself says he will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel. This is something the churches will not tell you. They will not tell you that the people that were scattered in slavery are the children of Israel, that the people that were oppressed and placed in this diaspora all over the world, that they are the children of Israel. They say that God's laws are done away with. They also say that God has done away with his people. But the Bible says, no, I will yet choose Israel. You tried to make us forget who we were. You're giving Kyrie Irving a hard time, Kanye West a hard time. All these different Black men that are standing up now, these Latino men that are standing up now, saying that we're the lost tribes of Israel, you're giving them a hard time right now. But guess what? The Most High says, I will still have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. That tells you that the people that are in the land today are not the real ones because the Most High said himself that he would set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And the people, referring to the children of Israel, shall take them and bring them in their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The children of Israel, the house of Israel, all 12 tribes, not just Judah, Benjamin, Levi, all 12 tribes shall possess them, meaning those that are the people that they put in their place, right? He's going to possess them and make them servants and handmaids. And they shall take them captives whose captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Let's use some current history. The people that call themselves Ashkenazi from Ukraine, from Belarus, from Russia, from Poland, and all these European nations, right? These individuals, when did they ever rule over the Germans? Hmm? When did they have them as servants? As a matter of fact, when were they captives? When were they slaves? Tell me. Show me. Give me the history where a global slave trade happened with Caucasian people being enslaved all throughout the world, taken from their land, forced to forget their identity. Oh, you're telling me that didn't happen to you? I, what am I reading? I'm reading the Bible. I'm reading about the Jews right here. It says that they shall take them captives 
whose captives they were. Let me make it plain for you. Let me make it easy to understand. It says, they will take them slaves. The word captives means slave. They will take them as slaves whose slaves they were. So my question, my challenge for you again as a critical thinker, as a listener, just think about it. When were the Ashkenazi, the Europeans that called themselves Jewish, when were you enslaved? Prove it to me. Give me the archaeology. Give me the history, both past, present, and today. Show me how you are oppressed. Show me. Show me. Because this Bible verse says primarily that God will have mercy on Israel, place them in their own land, and they're going to take them captives whose captives they were. Last time I checked, those Arabs and Palestinians that you're fighting against never had you in slavery. They never had you in slavery. So how can you say that you're the people of the book, that you're Yehudi, when we know of a global slave trade that occurred with Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans since the 1400s? And you guys were the ones that insured the slave ships. Oh yeah, we know that history too. You were the ones that worked with the Catholic Church to authorize slavery in the 1400s. Look it up, it's called Dumb Diversus. Look it up, Dumb Diversus, when the Catholic Church authorized the enslavement of all Black Jews, Black Moors, and all quote-unquote infidels. But, but we're supposed to ignore that history and say that you're the people of the book? We know our history. That's why you're getting mad at Kyrie Irving. That's why you're getting mad at Kanye West for revealing the truth because they have access to millions of people. But you see the prophets, the people that actually read and understand the Bible and history, we're not afraid of you. We're going to tell you the truth to your face. You already took everything from us. You already enslaved us. What, what more can you do? What, take our lives? You've already done that by the millions. So we're going to prophesy against you. And this is what we're going to teach. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 10. And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls, and their kings shall minister unto thee. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor have I had mercy on thee. So the Most High says, when I was mad at you guys, you Blacks, Latinos, Native Americans, you Mexicans, you Puerto Ricans, you Haitians, you African Americans, you South Americans, you Brazilians, you Afro-Iraqis, you Afro-Palestinians, you Afro-Indians, all you people in this diaspora, I smote you. You went into slavery in Babylon. You went into slavery in Egypt. You went into slavery in Assyria. You went into slavery under the Medes and the Persians, the Iranians, the Iraqi folks. You went into slavery with the Greeks and the Romans and they crucified your Messiah and enslaved you. But guess what? Even after all of that, even after all of that, when the Europeans enslaved you, when the Arabs enslaved you and they scattered you and just called you Negro, I'm still gonna have mercy on you. That's what God says. This is God talk. 
Therefore, thy gates, meaning New Jerusalem, thy gates shall be open continually, and they shall not be shut day nor night, that men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, and that their kings may be brought. So let's go to Revelation 21, verse 25. Revelation 21, verse 25. Revelation 21, verse 25 says this. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night, and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations unto it. Excuse me. That's Isaiah 60, verse 14 through 17. Let's read now. Verse, verse Isaiah chapter 14. We're going to start at verse 12. We're going to read from verse 12 to 18. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish, yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. The glory of Lebanon shall come unto thee, the fir tree, the pine tree, and the box together, to beautify the place of my sanctuary. And I will make the place of my feet glorious, that's the earth. Heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. He says, I'm gonna make the place of my feet glorious, meaning where Christ sets his feet down, He's going to make it sparkle like gold, baby. Verse 14. The sons also of them that afflicted thee, the sons also of them that afflicted thee, shall come bending unto thee. And all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down to the soles of thy feet. And they shall call thee the city of the Lord, the city of the Holy One of Israel. Let's read that in the New Testament. In the New Testament, because people will say, oh, that's in the Old Testament. That doesn't apply today. Let's read it in Revelation chapter 3, verse 9. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I loved thee. Wow. Ain't that what we just read in Isaiah chapter 60? Huh. Let's read Isaiah chapter 6. Uh, actually, let's read Isaiah chapter 49 now. Isaiah chapter 49. And let's read verse 23. Isaiah 49. Verse 23. I'll read a verse 22. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will lift up my hand to the Gentiles and set up my standard to the people, and they shall bring thy sons in their arms, and thy daughters shall be carried upon their shoulders, and the king shall be thy nursing fathers, and their queens thy nursing mothers. They shall bow down to thee with their face toward the earth, and licked up the dust of thy feet. Thou shalt know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel." for they shall not be ashamed that wait for me. You see, we're not ashamed. We're not ashamed. We're not ashamed. It says, shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contends with thee and I will save thy children. And I will feed them that oppress thee with their own flesh. 
and they shall be drunken with their own blood, as with sweet wine, and all flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am thy Savior, and thy Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. You see that, folks? That's Bible. That's my, I don't even have to give my own, own interpretation. If you got understanding, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'll just read it to you. You figure it out. <laughs> Let's go back to Isaiah 60, verse 14. The sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee, and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet and they shall call thee the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Whereas thou hast been forsaken and hated, so that no man went through thee, I will make thee an eternal excellency, a joy of many generations. Thou shalt also suck the milk of the Gentiles, and shalt suck the breast of kings, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord, am thy Savior, and thy Redeemer, the Mighty One of Israel. So he's telling us what's gonna happen. He's telling us that we are going to rule this earth again. We have to overcome our sins. We have to walk in the ways of the Most High. We have to be upright in order for us to get this right here. For brass, I will bring gold. So for the brass that they had around us during slavery, He's going to turn that brass to gold, meaning we will go from poverty to riches, from enslavement to being the top ruling nation on the earth. Tell me there is no God. It's going to go down. And for iron, I will bring silver and for wood, brass and for stones, iron. So he's telling us, I'm going to change the level of your captivity. Instead of you going from having yokes of iron on your neck, shackles and chains on your feet, being enslaved throughout the four corners of the earth, suffering from mass incarceration, being brutal, brutalized in front of television with millions of people watching. We know you guys at the United Nations know what's happening to black folks and Latinos in America, but you're not doing anything about it. So we're coming for all of your nations on the day of God's judgment you're going to know that Christ is a black man. You're going to know truly that we are his chosen people. And you're going to drink it. You're going to drink that cup. I'm telling you, you're going to drink the cup to the full. Verse 17. For brass, I will bring gold. And for iron, I will bring silver. And for wood, brass and for stones iron i will also make thy offices peace and thy exactors righteousness violence shall no more be heard in thy land wasting nor destruction within thy borders but thou shalt call thy walls salvation and thy gates praise there's more precepts that you can add on that like 2nd Ezra 9, verse uh, 7, Revelation 21, 23, Isaiah 49, we read again, uh, Philippians 2, verse 10, Revelation 2, 25. Let's read Revelation 2, 25, bro. Because there is a benefit in walking upright. For those of you that 
are listening to this podcast, I just want to show you the benefits for living righteous. To overcome your sins, to walk in the ways of the Most High, there's a benefit for that. Watch this. Revelation chapter 2, verse 25. But that which ye have already, hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of the potter shall they be broken in shivers, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. And he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So the Most High is telling us, when we overcome and keep his works to the end, we will have power over the nations. Wow. Wow. Maybe that's why they don't want Kyrie Irving to overcome. Maybe that's why they don't teach black kids about the Haitian Revolution. As we read earlier in the book about Haiti and the aftershocks of history, they try to keep us in perpetual servitude because they do not want us to uplift ourselves from oppression. But yet, once you realize who you are, able to start discerning the vast richness, the wealth, the heritage, that we will inherit as a nation of people when Christ returns. Isaiah 60, verse 19. The sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee, but the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy God thy glory. We're going to have an immortal body, just like the Heavenly Father, just like our Messiah. Read Revelation 21 and Revelation 22. Thy sun, thy sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw thy, itself. For the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy morning shall be ended. Thy people also shall be all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. This is part of the gospel. The Spirit of the Lord is God is upon me, because the Lord have anointed me to preach good tithings unto the meek. He have sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Who on the earth has suffered from slavery? Who are the captives, y'all? Is it the Chinese? No. Is it the Arabs? No. Is it the uh, Japanese? No. Is it the Caucasians? No. Is it the uh, Europeans that call themselves Jewish, Ashkenazi, Germanic? Polish, Ukrainian type of people? No. The gospel is for the slaves. Who got enslaved? Oh, we could look at the Babylonian captivity. That was us. We could look at Egypt. 
with black faces that were enslaved by other black people, the Hamites enslaving the black Shemites. Yeah, we know who that is. It's on the walls of Egypt. Oh, we could look at the archaeology showing people with locks, braids, being enslaved by the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Medes and the Persians. We could see the people that are in shackles and chains in the museums under the Greco-Roman Empire, under Hellenization. We can see the archaeological findings of Black Jews being persecuted by the Romans. But then all of a sudden, these same people that were enslaved just poof, disappeared. They're gone. We don't know who they are. We don't know who the Israelites are anymore. They got taken into the trans-Saharan slave trade. They got taken into the trans-Asian slave trade. They got taken into the trans-Atlantic slave trade. They were oppressed by the conquistadors. They are oppressed by different European groups to this day and called different titles like colored, Negro, African-American, Latino, Hispanic, African. Let's touch on Latino for a second. How can another group of people be called after the Romans? The Romans spoke Latin. Latin is a language by Caucasian people. And then you call the entire group of people that you impress Latino. Latina. And they tried to get out of it. They was like, let's let's call them Latinx. And we don't know what to call you now. Why did their names change? Why were they called Indians? But they don't live in India. These are the lost tribes of Israel. These are the real people of the book. Not just Judah, not just Jewish. Oh no, we're talking about Naphtali. We're talking about uh we're talking about uh Issachar. We're talking about Zebulon, we're talking about Benjamin, Levi, we're talking about Judah, we're talking about Simeon, we are talking about Dan, we are talking about the tribes of Joseph, Ephra, and Manasseh, we're talking about Asher, the 12 tribes of Israel, they are the ones, the people of the book, the ones who went into slavery, captivity in all nations, Egypt, Elam, Moab, Ammon. They enslaved us. The Babylonians, they enslaved us. We're not ashamed of that because we know at the end of the day, we're going to be delivered. When Christ come on the scene, everybody's going to get a wake-up call. You think these people that are preaching the Bible don't know what they're talking about? Oh, it's just a delusion. It's misconception. That's what you're saying. You think, you think these are some recommended books for anyone that's avid uh, listening to this podcast. Read the Bible. After you read the Bible, read the book Babylon the Timbuktu by Rudolph R. Windsor. After you read that book, read Black Jews in Africa and in the Americas by a white boy by the name of Tudor Parfit, where he quotes historical books from the 1400s, the 1600s, and all of that. Like, this is in Harvard University. This is like college, collegiate level understanding. This ain't basic gossip we're talking about. This is not a talk show. 
This is not a talk show to talk about your feelings. This is the truth about slavery. This is why we're talking about this on the Forefront Radio. Other recommended books and documentaries. You can watch this on YouTube right now. You can watch Maafa 21, M-A-A-F-A, M-A-A-F-A 21, numerical 21. And you will see that these individuals targeted a specific bloodline for abortion. Then I would recommend also watching a documentary called The Deuteronomy 28 Project. It's on YouTube right now. It's on the Forefront Radio YouTube page. You can watch it if you want, or it's on uh, various other Israelite channels. You can also look up the documentary called 13, where it talks about mass incarceration. All these these, uh, things I'm recommending are tools to help you understand the plight of the real people of the Bible, the real Jews, the Israelites. All right, y'all, that was it. We read an excerpt from Haiti, the Aftershocks of History. We read some scripture uh, from the King James Bible as a reference to anyone that wants to look it up. We appreciate everyone tuning into the Forefront Radio, tuning in every week for more episodes as they arise. Shalom, peace and blessings to the 12 tribes. Hey, my friend, you have just listened to The Forefront Radio. Please leave your comment and input about the show, what you like about the show, as well as any general feedback on ways to improve. We need your help to acquire new equipment to implement studio quality video and audio to our friends. Contribute as little as $4.99. It's only worth a cup of coffee. Then we can produce documentaries, more episodes, and great info for the diaspora. Go to Cash App and enter A-P-H-I-E-L-L-E-V-I to donate to the Forefront Radio to cover our advertising costs and reach more people. Catch our next episode on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, anchor.fm slash the forefront. Always remember, the truth shall liberate the mind 
peace to the heirs of promise and the heritage of the scattered 12 tribes. Tune in to the Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash the Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms.